Hi everyone and welcome to The Smell Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Boateng. This week we have a unique episode. I'm going to share with you some information about the 5th Sense 5-Year Anniversary Conference, which is coming up soon. So this information about the conference comes directly from the 5th Sense newsletter that I receive via email. If you aren't signed up for their newsletter, I'd suggest doing so. They're always sending out interesting information. So I'm going to read the information I received to you now. Tickets are now on sale for our special five-year anniversary conference. We've put together a bumper program that we believe is our best yet. And this is a side note, since I'm from the U.S., I think that bumper program means that it's going to be really awesome. Okay, back to the email. The conference will be held on the 16th of November at Aston University in Birmingham. We chose Birmingham after doing a poll of members earlier this year. Birmingham came out above Newcastle and Leeds, so we went with the popular vote. We're very excited about the event, and we have a fantastic lineup of speakers for you. Here's just a taste of what's in store. We're thrilled to have two of the UK's leading clinicians on smell and taste disorders, Ms. Leisha McClelland and Professor Carl Philpott. Leisha and Carl run specialist smell and taste clinics at Birmingham Queen Elizabeth Hospital and James Paget Hospital in Great Yarmouth. Carl is also a trustee of Fifth Sense, as many of you will be aware. They're coming to explain the causes and share the latest treatments for smell and taste disorders. What's more, they will sit on our expert panels where you can put your unanswered questions to Leisha, Carl, and other experts and get the very best advice. Other confirmed speakers include Professor Barry Smith. He's the director of the Center for the Study of the Senses. Barry and Senses hosted our press launch in 2014, so we're delighted that he's back with us in 2019. B. Wilson, a food writer and journalist who has set up a charity called Tasted, which is all about educating children on food through all the senses. B. also attended our 2014 launch. Dr. Stephen Munger, director of the University of Florida Center for Smell and Taste, one of the world's leading smell and taste scientific research centers with whom we've been collaborating for several years. And podcast listeners might remember that Dr. Munger had his own episode. Okay, we'll continue with the email. There's a unique and wonderful lunch, too. Where else in the UK could you sit down to a meal designed with you in mind, where everything will be ramped up to appeal to every sense other than smell, and all for our benefit? Plus, there are many more surprises throughout the day to tickle those taste buds and stimulate conversation with like-minded kindred spirits. Tickets are priced at £54.50. We've done our level best to keep the costs as low as possible, but we recognize the price may still appear beyond the reach of some members. We're therefore repeating our successful pay-what-you-can-afford program, whereby an allocation of places has been reserved for pensioners or those on lower incomes. Tickets can be booked via the website, where you will also find a link to the full day's program and information on how to book a room at Aston University's on-site hotel, should you wish to stay overnight. And if you need any inspiration to join us, have a look at this video from the 2014 conference. We're looking forward to seeing you there. And as a side note for all of you, I'll make sure that I include the link to the tickets website and to the video that they mention in the episode description. When I attended the Identifying Treatments for Taste and Smell Disorders conference last November in Philadelphia, 
My favorite part was probably the special dinner, which was designed with the Nosmics in mind. As mentioned earlier, the Fifth Sense Conference will have a similar dining experience, and I'm going to share some information with you regarding that now. So this portion of the announcement comes from Max Law, who's Fifth Sense's volunteer communications advisor, and this is his take on the multi-sensory menu for the November conference. He says, Wow, I'm impressed by the sumptuous buffet lunch lined up for our conference on 16th of November. The variety is welcome. It's a kind of taster menu with three starters, four mains, and no fewer than eight sides. Remember, this is a meal designed with members in mind, invoking every sense other than smell. As there's never been a lunch as ambitious as the one we're planning, I had to catch up with its creator, Mark Ellison, general manager at Aston University in Birmingham. What did he think when he received Duncan Boke's brief? Well, first, said Mark, I had to check the date. Creating a menu in which flavors are kind of relevant? Was this an April Fool's? Predictably, Mark had never faced such a challenge before. Yet when it comes to menu assembly, he has plenty of experience, dealing with different dietary requirements, allergen avoidance, and food choices such as veganism. Mark was helped, of course, by Duncan's thorough briefing. He was provided with a list of sensory experiences still available to those with no sense of smell. Mark readily admits to having learned a great deal from the exercise. Understandably, for example, he'd never heard of the trigeminal nerves in our face and mouths, the means by which we all experience textures, spiciness, and temperatures. Armed with his newfound knowledge, he was able to consider his choices and create interesting combinations. The end result is a series of food and ingredient pairings that bring into play every sensation open to us. That starts, of course, with what our tongues deliver, namely sweet, bitter, salt, or sour and savory umami. From the menu below, you'll encounter a variety of sweetnesses and bitternesses, etc., even within the individual dishes. Beyond this, Mark explored textures and mouthfeel, from soft and gooey to sweet and sticky to crispy and crunchy. There are hot and cold combinations, aromatics such as mint, herbs, garlic, and of course, chili and spices. We're using color too, because what we see on our plates should itself have inherent appeal. I particularly like the build-your-own options for the Mexican tacos and eaten mess. Alright, so this is the menu. The starters are listed as spiced cauliflower velouté served with crispy onions. Butter bean, piquillo peppers, red onion, and sweet corn salad. Carrot ribbons, red cabbage, spinach, and pomegranate salad. The main courses include build your own Mexican chicken tacos with chilies, pickled cabbage, onions, sour cream, salsas, coriander, and fresh lime wedges, or vegetable curry, or cardamom rice or spiced cauliflower rice, or green beans tossed in chili and garlic. The sides include the following. Crispy onion bocce's. I didn't know what bocce's were, and so I had to look it up. Oven-baked vegetable samosas. Handmade garlic and coriander naan bread. Papadums. Mango chutney. Prawn crackers. Cucumber and mint raita. Fresh coriander and chopped red chilies. Finally, the desserts include hot citrus pudding and vanilla ice cream or build your own Eaton Mess. I did not have any idea what Eaton Mess was, so I had to look it up, and according to Wikipedia, 
Eaton Mess is a traditional English dessert consisting of a mixture of strawberries, meringue, and whipped cream. It was first mentioned in print in 1893, and it's commonly believed to originate from Eaton College and is served at the annual cricket match against the pupils of Harrow School. Max finishes telling us about the meal by saying that many members are drawn to chili and spices, which often leads them to Indian food. Yet Mark has avoided the trap of an over-reliance on any one particular cuisine. And importantly, he confirmed that everything has been tried and tasted. See what we did there? I look forward to seeing you at the conference. Come lunchtime, I'll be the one at the front of the queue. I don't know about the rest of you, but this sounds like an amazing conference to me. And I'd love to hear from you all if you do attend it. Please stay in touch and send me an email or connect with me on social media to say how it went. I'm especially interested in the food, if you can't tell by the fact that I went through the entire menu with you guys. And also, just on another note, I'm really happy that more conferences like this are happening. It just shows that Onosmia awareness is growing. And also, I wanted to add a note. The last time that I spoke with Duncan, he did mention that the tickets were selling out fast. So if you're interested in attending and you live in the area, make sure to visit the website, which I'll link in the show notes to see um, what kind of tickets are still available. I talk about how you guys can send me some voice messages to share your feedback, so I wanted to share some of that with you now. The following messages come from listener Patricia in Canada, and she's reacting to the interviews with Kat Howe and Carrie Wall, so let's listen to what she has to say. Hi, it's Patricia from Canada. Katie, I was so excited to see that you had interviewed Kat Howe. What a beautiful, brave woman. I, I met her at the Smell Taste Conference in Gainesville in 2019. I had the pleasure of seeing her create her artwork live in person, which was incredible. And um, also to hear the stories that she told there, which were so moving. She's a great communicator. And, you know, it's, it's just another great thought-provoking interview. The quote that I'm going to remember from this interview was when she, well, you asked her if she shares anosmia with other people, that she tell them that she has it. And she said she invites them into her experience. I think that's so beautiful and so positive. And I think I'm going to keep that in mind, that I can invite others into my experience with anosmia. So great. So thanks for another great interview, Katie, and uh, keep it up. Thanks. Hi, I enjoyed listening to the interview with Carrie, a fellow Canadian with anosmia, and I'm always interested in that Canadian perspective to see how the medical community helps us to be diagnosed and what treatments they offer us and all of that. It's kind of cool. So I really appreciate Carrie sharing her experience with that. And I wanted to share with her and you that I also had a parosmia experience now that I think about it. So because she shared her unusual experiences with the cigarette smoke, I clued in and thought, yeah, I had an experience like that where I smelt a very strong floral scent in a room where there were no flowers. And that would have been around the same time that I acquired anosmia. So it's interesting food for thought. And uh, I appreciate all the sharing that everybody does. And it's, um, it's really great. So thanks for all that you do, Katie. Thanks. Thank you so much for your feedback, Patricia. It's lovely.
And for the rest of you, please don't forget that you can send me voice messages and provide feedback about the episodes or other things smell-related. I'd love to include what you think on the show. Let me know what you thought about today's episode, and also you can let me know what topics you'd like to see covered in the future. If you have a story that you'd like to share, or if you'd like to be interviewed for the podcast, you can also reach me via email at thesmillpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at The Smell Podcast, and I'm always interested in sharing listener stories, so you can connect with me there too. If you listen using Apple iTunes, please rate, review, and subscribe to The Smell Podcast. Reviews are helpful because they allow others to find the show. And finally, if you would like to financially support the podcast, you can do so by clicking on the link in the episode description. I appreciate your support and a huge, huge shout out to everyone who currently contributes to the show. Your generosity makes the podcast possible. Until next time, everyone, have a great day.